Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Older Adult to Geriatric Nutrition Answers podcast, presented to you by LongTermCareRD.com. I'm Michelle Sari, your host and presenter of today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about something very specific to registered dietitians, and this is the ADIME charting format. I made a dietitian's cheat sheet for charting that makes it so incredibly easy for you guys to follow. I know that some dietitians, especially when they're first starting out, really struggle with charting, making sure that they're writing enough. And sometimes some dietitians will write an entire novel in somebody's chart and then they get frustrated as to why aren't the other team members reading my chart note. And it's like, well, I personally don't want to read a doctor's five page chart note either. So. I'm going to break it down and teach you how exactly you can put all the relevant information in that will get you to pass survey, but while being succinct in your charting method. So, but before we dive into today's episode, I just want to talk to you guys about the survey that I took. Thank you to everybody that took the survey. I will be reaching out to the person that won the Amazon gift card. All of the information that you guys provided in the survey answers was so incredibly helpful about the direction you guys want to see the long-term care dietitians website take. Um, A significant amount of you want to know about just generally what are the nutrition needs of older adults and what's the nutrition care process? How do I help these people? So just look out. I'm still trying to gather all the information and see what you guys really want upcoming. Um, Another big thing that you guys wanted was live webinars and also the webinars recorded so that you could watch it at a later date with a QA. and a That's a great way to learn. I know that I did that a significant amount before I participated in them. Um, And so look for those to come because I think that if we can build a community of dietitians that we're meeting monthly so you guys can ask your questions, you can get advice, I think that is probably the most useful tool for you guys and webinars are a great way to do that. So um, if you're on our email list, you just sign up at longtermcarerd.com. You'll be the first to know about the webinars that are going to come up and the eBooks and the guides and all that kind of stuff. So lots of exciting stuff still coming for the website. Um, I'm definitely updating it multiple times a week. There's new articles published all the time. So just keep your eye, check back on the website. If there is an article or more information that you wanted to know about, please send me an email, longtermcarerd at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on social media as well, at longtermcarerd. I did get an email this week from a subscriber, and I just want to say thank you so much. You know who you are. I talked to you by email. And she was really requesting, what does a day in the life of a long-term care dietitian look like? Um, can you break down in increments? How much are you time? How much time are you spending on certain tasks? How are you organizing your day? So I'm definitely going to publish an article about that. I think that that is such a great question. Um, I might even make a podcast episode out of it. So keep your ear out for that. Um, but especially for new dietitians, when you're just kind of thrown into the facility. I feel your frustration. So I'm going to have, a. am revamping the new dietitian training guide. Um, so if you are a new RD, please reach out to me if you have questions about your practice, you need help with something. I'm always happy to help. You don't have to purchase anything. You can just email me your questions. Um, I really do love helping out new dietitians because I think long-term care gets such a bad rap from people. 
because there's so little training and these long-term care facilities, they just don't invest in their dietitians all the time. And yet it's such a key role in making sure that our patients are healthy and well-nourished. And so that's what I'm here for. I really want to help out you new dietitians. I want to make sure that you guys excel in your careers and that you're not so overwhelmed by all the things that you have to learn and take care of. So keep your eye out for what's coming up. But also, if you need help, just send me an email. I'm happy to help you guys. Okay, so that's all the preamble, even though that was a very long preamble to today's episode, but just had a few things I wanted to cover with you guys. But diving into today's episode, what is the ADIME format exactly? The ADIME format is used in charting for dietitians working in medical nutrition therapy. So it's a systematic approach to formatting and documenting to ensure that we're giving the best care possible and that we're making sure that we're charting properly. Uh, the ADIME documentation, it's frequently used in a lot of healthcare settings that provides consistency among all of the disciplines so you know exactly what you're looking for in each section. So it's a way of organizing your nutrition assessment into a very concise and organized manner. And personally, it's my favorite way to chart. There's a few facilities that I worked at and hospitals that use soap charting and personally, just not a big fan I could do without soap charting for the rest of my life. So what does ADIME stand for? Well, it's an acronym. Obviously, I I would hope everybody knows that by now. It stands for Assessment, Diagnosis, Intervention, Monitoring, and Evaluation. And if you've been a dietitian for longer than five seconds, you look at it and you're like, that looks familiar. That's because it's exactly like the nutrition care process that we've been taught since we were undergrads. Now, it is incredibly similar to the NCP. The only difference is that ADIME is a charting method and the nutrition care process is a nutrition assessment method. So the easiest way to understand this is just to see how does the nutrition care process fit into each letter of the ADIME charting. But uh, the difference between ADIME and the nutrition care process in very simple terms, like I said, ADIME, that's the way that you chart. The nutrition care process, it's a step-by-step approach to provide expert nutrition care to people. So the NCP, I'll just use the abbreviation, It's how you're going to gather the nutrition data from your patients. It's a sequence of steps that you take in order to uncover what the nutrition diagnosis is and how you're going to solve it or resolve it. And then ADIME is the way that you will document your findings from the NCP. So you will translate each step of the nutrition care process into a finely tuned chart note in the form of ADIME charting. Similar to individualized nutrition care plan articles, which I will link in the show notes, the NCP is simply translated into a different format for understanding across the other disciplines. So when a doctor, for example, reads your chart note in the ADIME format, they will know exactly what your nutrition diagnosis was, what your interventions are, and your monitoring and evaluation plan. I've got a great little graphic and I'm going to link it in the show notes about exactly how your ADIME fits into the nutrition care process or vice versa, I should say. Um, But why do dietitians need to know the ADIME? Well, dietitians, they fall into the healthcare practitioner category, obviously. So that means that we have to follow specific charting standards. ADIME is the most commonly used way to chart in facilities. Uh, Some, like I said, they'll teach you other methods, but I recommend that all dietitians become proficient in charting ADIME because then you can transfer your skills no matter where you're working and your charting will be phenomenal. 
So if we look at the assessment portion, we'll go through each of them. The nutrition assessment is your comprehensive nutrition assessment that will lead to a nutrition diagnosis if there is one. Now, the assessment includes a ridiculous amount of subjective and objective data that the dietitian gathers. I've got on the article linked in the show notes every single category as well as all the nutrition assessment data that you need to go into that. So just for example, if we start with client history, you're going to be looking at the relevant medical history, which is diagnosis, surgeries, um, family and social history, cultural and religious affiliations that affect their nutrition care, cognitive function, dementia, impairments, biochemical data, medical tests and procedures that they've had. Another category would be weight changes. You're looking at both non-significant and significant. If significant, what's the percentage? What's the timeline? If it's stable, continuous. So if you need a good nutrition assessment form, I'll link one in the show notes, you should have a really comprehensive nutrition assessment form. Now, in ADIME charting, obviously A stands for assessment. And when you do the nutrition care process, your nutrition assessment form, it is huge. And a common mistake that I've seen new dietitians, I'm not picking on you guys, but I'm sure that I fell victim to this as well, is that we want to rewrite everything that's in our nutrition assessment. But listen to me, do not do that. You might pick out a few really significant things that stand out in your nutrition assessment, but instead of rewriting your whole nutrition assessment form, simply write under the assessment, you'll write the significant information and then you'll write C dietitian section for full nutrition assessment. So you reference the part of the chart where your nutrition assessment form is filed. And that's because you are going to be writing the whole day if you try to rewrite that nutrition assessment form. And it's a waste of space in somebody's chart when it's already in the chart. Okay, so that's my first tip. Do not rewrite your nutrition assessment form in your ADIME charting. If there's significant weight loss or gain, put that in the chart note. But don't put all of the assessment information, just put the things that are super important to know or don't write any of it and simply write C nutrition assessment form. You could go either way because the information is in the chart. Next up comes the diagnosis. So after the nutrition assessment is done, you will develop a nutrition diagnosis from the data gathered. As a side note, uh, before I dive into the nutrition diagnosis, there's not always going to be a nutrition diagnosis. If your patient has optimal nutrition status, don't try to invent a problem that isn't there. You can simply write no nutrition diagnosis at this time. We'll continue to monitor as needed or quarterly. If you do find there is a nutrition diagnosis, you will use standardized nutrition terminology to write out the diagnosis. Even after years of practice, I still refer to my manual. So. I do have multiple articles and I have one specifically on nutrition diagnosis examples that I'll link in the show notes. You can refer to that if you're a little rusty on how to come up with a nutrition diagnosis. Um, But they will all fall into one of three categories, so intake, clinical, or behavioral environmental. In my experience working with the older adults, it will generally fall into intake or clinical. With most of our patients having compromised cognitive status, I would rarely blame their lack of nutrition knowledge as the reason for let's say weight loss for example because there's no way you can be sure that the dementia or cognitive impairment is not playing a factor into their eating habits so I don't know 
if, if it were me, I would definitely stay away from behavioral environmental because it seems not great to be blaming somebody's dementia for their lack of intake. It seems in poor taste in my opinion. But some very common nutrition diagnosis examples that we use in the older population are unintentional weight loss, inadequate energy intake, increased energy expenditure, underweight, inadequate oral intake, altered nutrition related labs, inadequate protein intake, swallowing and chewing difficulty, biting and chewing difficulty. As you can see, most of those nutrition diagnoses come from the clinical and intake categories. If there are multiple nutrition diagnoses, then you can write out a couple, but as a reminder, for each nutrition diagnosis, you need separate nutrition goals and separate nutrition interventions. So you will also format your nutrition diagnosis in the format of a PES statement. If you need to brush up on your PES statements, I'm not going to go through it here because I have so many articles on the website about how to write a PES statement as well as tons of sample nutrition PES statements. So you can refer to those. Um, so we'll move on to interventions. So once you've done your nutrition assessment, you've got your nutrition diagnosis or multiple ones, you're going to move on to the nutrition intervention stage. Don't forget to set your nutrition goals though. What do you or your patient, more so your patient, want to see achieved through the nutrition interventions? This should be directly related to the nutrition diagnosis. Um, some dietitians will teach you that you need to use standardized language for nutrition interventions. I don't see that really being practiced in the real world very often. And this is largely due to the fact that most dietitians working in long-term care, they're the only ones. And let's be honest, nobody cares about you using standardized terminology. So they do fall into four categories. So food, nutrient delivery, nutrition education, counseling, and coordination of care. So your nutrition interventions, they will fall into these categories, but I personally don't use standardized nutrition language for my interventions because it's so individualized. So some questions to consider though when you're developing your nutrition interventions is what is the food and or supplement being offered to resolve the nutrition diagnosis? What is the method of delivery? How often is the nutrition intervention being offered? So all nutrition interventions should be developed in agreement with the patient and or their loved ones. And it's also important that if your nutrition interventions affect other team members, such as supplements given at MedPlas, that they're involved in the planning. So next up, you're going to be doing a monitoring and evaluation plan. All you need to ask yourself is how often will I be checking up on the effectiveness of the nutrition interventions? If it's a more high risk situation like stage four pressure injury, that should be checked on at least every seven days. If it's weight loss, you may only evaluate it once per month, depending on the severity. And then lastly, you need an evaluation plan. So here you're going to develop how often are you checking up on what you're monitoring and what's the metric that you're using to evaluate. So if it's weight loss, well, obviously we're going to look at their weight. Um, if it's pressure injury, we're going to see, well, what is the healing progression there? So dietitian takeaway points. ADIME is the acronym for Assessment, Diagnosis, Intervention, Monitoring, and Evaluation. It's a charting format for dietitians, whereas the nutrition care process is the nutrition steps that you're taking, and then you're translating this into your ADIME charting. And each step in the nutrition care process, it fits into ADIME charting. So if you want more in-depth 
examples of ADIME charting as well as the nutrition care process, please look at the show notes. I'm going to link a bunch of articles that I've written to help you guys out. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Be sure to like and follow the show on your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at longtermcarerd.com. You can find the website at www.longtermcarerd.com. And in the show description notes, I will link what I was talking about in today's episode. And always feel free to contact me. It's longtermcarerd at gmail.com. All right, have a great day.